Oh, yeah. Ladies fun. and gentlemen, welcome back to the Loose Head Sports Show, the number one sports show on planet Earth. Jed Gillespie, you know what gets me excited? Yo, what? Selling caffeine gum. Oh, tell Early me. Early morning more. message, can you deliver some today? With the amount that you asked for, of course I can deliver it today. <laughs> Anywhere you like. Fucking deliver so, yes. today with a smile on my fucking face. Yes, very good day. Very great day. I've come out of my depression. I'm uh, ready to take on the world again and, you know, throw all the eggs at the wall and keep the ones that does that do not break, my friend. How are you? I'm not familiar with that expression. I am fucked. I just walked in the door from a day that would never end. Um, it involved, I was fixing a roof, which most of that was just trying not to fucking cave the house in. Um, then I was at Barker and then I was at Eastwood Colts and now I'm, now I'm with you, so I'm fucking firing. Are you one of those people that likes to be busy, or do you like an even amount of busy and then an even amount of downtime so you can regenerate? Um, I think I like to be busy secretly. My close friends and family would suggest I just like to be down and sleep and not do anything, but I, I think I like <laughs> to be busy. I think today was probably a touch much. I also went to the doctors in there, squeezed that in. Um, and also, obviously, coming back to a podcast as my carrot for the day. So maybe if one of those things weren't on it, I would have been stoked. Um, so yeah, I, I'm okay. I just coming off the grueling bye week. Everyone knows how hard the bye week is. Did you do anything with your fucking um, long weekend, or did you just piss it away? Well, well, for to be honest with you, every day is kind of a weekend for me at the moment. I got all this abundance of free time that's just appeared all of a sudden. Fuck you. Uh, yeah. No, look, I, I drank reasonably heavily. Uh, oh, not not passing out in front of RSL clubs heavily, but consistently. Let's all just right. put it that way. Consistency's key. Yeah, go. You know. So there was no there was no antics. I was just hanging out with Kate pretty much. Uh, didn't really go away. Just more enjoying where we live. You know, it's a nice part of the world, particularly when it's sunny. As well, you're well aware, because you've spent many, many, many early mornings, um, you know, walking back from wherever you've been the night before in Cronulla, and you know the, the sun, the sun shines different down here, Jim. What did you get up to, Barrel? I did fucking nothing. I, I literally did nothing. I, the bye week last week, I was like, I need to use this to exercise. I was like, oh, let's get back in the gym. <laughs> I was I was gymming hard before I got COVID, and then I don't know. I just stopped. That was about four weeks ago. So I um I just went back to the gym every day, and then I, I even did a running block. I did a running block with um with one of the boys, and I also in the same day I fell over in the shower. So I'm at sort of two different ends of the athletic spectrum at the moment. Um, you know, I'm trying to get trying to get a bit of size back in the uh, the old pipes and the fucking boulders, rocky boulders. But um, yeah, I fell over in the shower and something popped, and I got a very sore knee. So sort of sort of grappling with the two different ends of the spectrum at the moment. That'll teach you to run. Yeah, yeah well, that's it. That's a real uh, big lesson here. No, I, th- I don't know. I'm just, running's meant to help you fucking trim down. I've heard. Well, so but so is eating well. So is just eating well. <laughs> to be realistic, Chubby. Be realistic. Yeah, well, you, you fuck, pull your head out of the sand there for a second. Um, <laughs> I, don't think, I don't know what I. I honestly don't know what I had for breakfast. I don't know. I don't know anything. So fucking. But anyway, I, I tried to lift a lot of weights. I sort of did that, so that was positive. Um, 
apart from that, by Monday, I was sort of bored. Um, it was really one of those weekends where, as you did, you spend it with your significant other or you go see family or, and um, I see my family all the time. They probably, they went away and did fun shit and I don't have a significant other. So I was fucking bored out of my mind. Actually, it was my wedding anniversary on the weekend. <laughs> You're married? <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that. What the fuck? No, was, we didn't do much. Kate, you know, we get married and then uh, wedding anniversary on the Monday. And then I jump, I'm jumping on a plane to New Zealand for a week tomorrow. <laughs> she truly was destined for you. And uh, Kate, well, she encouraged it. She encouraged it, to be fair. The wedding or the going to, on the, on the yes. plane? <laughs> <laughs> no, well, let's, let's talk let's, about Super Rugby first. I've got to ask you a very serious fucking question. Yeah. How is getting dropped on your head only a yellow card these days? How is getting hands on ball before someone else gets there? Clearly winning the shoulder battle. Even dumb people like you and me could see that. How's that not a penalty? Well, I mean, I, I'm still... I've spent a lot of time arguing about... The look, I think I think people are human, and that pilfer turnover was in crunch time. I just feel like the referees let it play a little bit longer when it when it's in those crunch time moments. I really do. You and I are big fans of refs. Shout out to all of them. Yeah, there are four. There's two on the sideline. I'm assuming the guy in the box. I don't know what control they have. I'm sure one of the guys who watched this podcast will correct me. Uh, but there's a bunch of people looking at that situation, and like, is that not a penalty? Yeah, the, look, I, to be honest, I still get confused more by the yellows and or reds oh. and, or, and or lack You get dropped on your head, I'm sure. Isn't that a red card? I've seen... I don't I've know. Seen, it confu- but like, I've whole, seen less get red carded. The whole rugby collisions things made me more confused than less confused because there was a game which I think we spoke about. It was the Tars were playing someone and there was like a head, a head on head, which in my books is a head clash. Like no one fucking goes out there to try and ram their head into someone else's head. Anyway, which is now a red card. And then it was led away because it was just a rugby collision or something. And then two seconds later, the same thing happens to Tane and it was a red card. Like, I, I, it, that's made it murkier for me. I, I don't know. I just, I have no idea. That's good. Well, I thought the Brumbies fought their asses off. Um, potentially deserved to win that game. And, uh, could be seen as very unlucky to be not in the final next week in Auckland. The yeah, other I mean, thing, look, I mean, yeah. uh, you you give us your thoughts on that. The other thought I had, I'm just going to stir the pot a little bit here, is um, congratulations oh. to Tane on um, locking himself to Australia for the next, you know, ten to fifteen years, and being oh. unable to go overseas. Pot stirred, and if you think that wasn't on my list of things to talk about, you are sorely <laughs> mistaken. Now, just quickly. While we, oh, I've got a lot of thoughts on that. Fuck me, I've got some thoughts. Um, I'm just going to go random on you. Jed Holloway Wallabies picked it. Um, very happy for that guy. Well, it was Absolutely actually picked, deserves it. Picked a long time ago. Um, I got some qualms with the Wallaby team. I, it's becoming like state of origin, right? And I know you don't follow prison rugby, but in prison rugby, they sort of regardless of not form necessarily, but even if a guy's been back from like like one of the New South Wales wingers, he'd played like two games um, back from injury and they still pick him. 
there's elements of the Wallabies that are becoming the same. Like, explain to me, and nothing against this dude. I'm sure he's a great guy. No fucking idea. When was the last time Pony Farmer played a game? When was I have no fucking idea. I mean, I don't watch it religiously, but I, I feel I feel like um, getting picked for the Wallabies probably you pro- you probably shouldn't get picked for the Wallabies based on potential. It should be what you've done, in my view. I, I don't. I just don't understand some of the selections. I I don't. I just don't know. I, I, I it, it seems like it's becoming which is not a bad thing. I mean, there's an element where you want to keep your team chemistry, right? So you want to keep the chemistry from the last camp or the last camp fucking before that or whatever. But what if you haven't played? Like, for instance, I don't know, this is an extreme example, but has Michael Hooper been the best open side flanker this season? No, he hasn't. So is he one of the all-times? Yes, 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 yes. But like your second best and your third best also weren't picked in my books. So Fraser McWright, he's clearly fucking... I don't know, match the coach's daughter on Tinder or something because he's not on the side. And then, mate, let's be honest, like Charlie Gamble fucking killed it. He's not Australian qualified. Ah, he's not Australian qualified. Like, I, I just look at it and it's, for me, it's starting to become a little bit, it's a little bit like State of Origin where, like, once you get in and, you, like, Scotty CEO, no disrespect, but Scotty hasn't played his best football this year. Um, and he probably, he probably hasn't played his best football in the last 18 months, to be honest. But he's. Who are the, who are the alternatives? Lou said. Uh, I drove past Angus Bell today. Yeah. Big motherfucker, by the yeah, way. He's a big, he's a big dude. Big mother, big solid motherfucker. Uh, like, who, who are the alternatives at the Tars? Well, he doesn't start. James Slipper starts ahead of him at the at the Brumbies. He's in it. Yeah, one of the all-time fucking grades. At the Tars, there's no alternatives. At the Rebels? Reds, I suppose. I, I'd argue. I would argue that at the Reds, there is an alternative. Who? Either of them. Either Fayo mm. or... or um, I disagree. Harry Hooper. I'm a big fan of both those guys, but at the moment, I, I disagree. And I think I think one, now they're locked into Australia for the next 15 years, because I think they both got in the A team. Maybe they'll, maybe they'll eventually take over. They will. All right, so we're short loose heads at the moment. Um, uh... What was I going to say? Yeah, look, the other thing is I just don't know who's going to play 5-8. I think it was really cool and we covered it in great detail when Quade Cooper came back and he fucked, like it was an amazing story. But what wasn't covered as much is the team didn't go as well and he didn't go as well in the weeks that followed. Like, it's just a fact. He, he wasn't great. He was okay. So, like, is he the starting 10? James O'Connor hasn't played any football. Is he the starting 10? Alessio... Like it, yeah. We need a ten. We need a ten bad. Um, who you can just sort of pencil in and lock down. You got two guys who are both really old. Um, not really old, but Quaid's fucking pretty old actually. Um, James O'Connor's still got some good years left in him, but he also hasn't played any football, so uh, it's a bit of a spanner. Who cares about backs? All right. It's a great way to great great addition. <laughs> well, you know what? Fuck it. We'll get straight on to the greatest con of all time, which is Australia A. Um, <laughs> I greatest... saw the team and I'm like, Jed was fucking right. Yeah, pulling. Okay. 
Congratulations to those who made it, firstly. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's... I'm trying to put myself in their shoes. I think it would be so fucking cool. Um, You'd like, have to do it. You would do it. In a heartbeat, you would do it. Oh, of you course. Would. There's no doubt. But it's... it's you, you're not going to say, no, I'm not going to play for an Australian rep team because I might want to go to Japan next year. <laughs> you know. Tell you what. I wonder. Or if I anyone, might want to play for Samoa at the World Cup. Or Tom, I, wonder, Fiji. I, wonder, I wonder if anyone did. Yeah, I wonder if anyone did too. I'd really like to know that. So if you're um in the, I got, I got Gilly's number. I might message him. Yeah, if you if you I won't do that, Gilly. If you're one of the guys high up in ARU and you want to just tell us these things for no reason, just reach out. Um, <laughs> but look to the guys who got picked. I think it's awesome. You're gonna have a really fun time. Um, completely fuck some teams in the shoot shield, which is good. Um, but. It's good. What, me, what me and Chubby keep talking about is you'll now be internationally capped, unless I'm mistaken on that. You'll be classed as an internationally capped player for Australia. So what that means is later on when Hamish Stewart, for instance, he's a very good example, a guy I really like. He was a young 10. They turned him, they ran him into walls until he was a tough 12. Um, when he goes overseas, he eventually, which he will, um, he's now classed as an international player. And he might only have one game for the A team, but he's an international player, which means that there's only certain spots uh, in, you know, for fucking Edinburgh or Leicester. They only have, you know, two spots for international players. And ultimately, they spend those spots on guys who've got 50, 60 tests. So what Australian rugby have done, and it's actually brilliant, is they've just cock-blocked. I counted 20 today who were uncapped. Um and gone, okay, well, these guys now all got caps. How does that help us in the future? Well, in three years when Harry Hooper's like, oh, fuck, I could go to, you know, Ireland or or I could stay at the Reds for two-thirds of the money, he doesn't have a, as much of a choice anymore. So you've just you've just captured another 36 guys. So I actually think it's brilliantly smart. It is smart. The other the other side to it as well is, um, do you remember John, John Lungio who just retired, played for Bayonne? I the do, top of, course, of course I do. Absolute animal and a fucking champion of a bloke. He played one game for Australia A quite early in his career. And then um, he had a couple of fallings out with various super rugby teams, went over to France, started in the Pro D2 and ended up playing a really long career in the top 14. But because yep. he had that one Australia A game when he was 22 or 20 or whatever, he could never go on and play for Samoa until they changed the rules just recently. Yeah, so but it, can't, they, it locks you into a, yeah. a country for a certain period of time. They well. changed that IRB rule a while ago, so he, like it worked out well for John. Well, not really, but at least he got to in the end. I think get a few tests for Samoa. He, he played the Barbars. No, sorry, the Barbars game that got cancelled. He got picked for Samoa that game, and that was it. Yeah, so this is what I suppose we're getting at is. You know, Mark Noang Tuasi, you know, he's obviously Fiji. he's half Fijian. Um, you know, should he turn around, you know, in six months and go, fuck it, I'm going I'm gonna to go to Japan or I'm gonna go here or there, things are now different for him. So it's it's committed all these guys without them knowing, or maybe some of them are generally oh no, even the guys who were true blue fucking came here from the convict, you know, lineage. Their, their selection in some tournament comps is still altered because of the fact that they're internationally capped now. So um, yeah. it'll probably mean better standard of Super Rugby over the next seven, eight years um, as you're capturing more guys. 
but I think it's one of the all-time pulling wool over people's eyes manoeuvres, something that I would not have thought Australian rugby were uh, smart enough to do. do. It's (laughs) fucking absolutely brilliant. So well done to those guys who made it. Well done to the Rugby Australia for conning everyone in the world. Um, And I look forward to seeing, uh, I, I, again, I'll call it now, just like I called this team and how it's going to work. Uh, it's a biggish squad. I'll, they'll rotate everyone so everyone gets capped. So just on that, um, Caffeine Gum Australia does not support Mr. Gillespie's comments and uh, feels like the ARU should do whatever they like. And- the fuck? <laughs> What's going on here? Oh, it's Caffeine Gum they're Australia. Customers. They're customers. They're customers. <laughs> All right, we'll fucking... Big fan of those guys. I gave them yeah. one of the biggest compliments of all time. I said they pulled off the biggest heist, biggest heist since... O- Ocean's 11. I think it's the smartest thing ever. Um, I agree. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it is. They've got them all. They should so just pick every, everyone. They should pick everyone and just lock them in. I was lock going to, look, there's a few spanners selection-wise for me, but I'm not going to call them out that they're spanners. But there was... How many shoot shield coaches are spewing right now? Um, I, reckon I reckon there's a bunch. Well, we, we technically lost Anstey, Mark, and Tane, so it's not ideal. Um, but there would be some guys who were particularly upset. I don't, I haven't been through it well enough to know, but if you're banking on guys coming back, you're fucked anyway. You've got you to be a little bit better than that. Yeah. Um, so you're going to New Zealand this weekend. Do you want to tell us a little bit about how that came to be? And yes. I actually have no fucking idea. So, no, so I was drinking, watching the. Oh, you're kidding, you were drinking. No, I was having a couple, just a couple of nerves. So, you know, it's been a rough couple of weeks in my life, as you know, and drinking's how I've dealt with that. Um, I haven't had a beer since Sunday, though. So, I think uh, having a couple, having a couple recommend of recommend that. That's right. That's right. They used to recommend smoking as well. So, um, yeah, so I was posting about the, the Brumbies game, and one of the agents that I do a lot of work with in New Zealand started talking to me, and I was like, oh, it's in Auckland. Maybe I'll fly over. He goes, maybe, oh, maybe you'll play in the final. Yeah, go on. <laughs> well, he goes, oh, I got. If you come, I've got you some tickets. So I thought, you know what? I better fucking do that. That's so it. So by yourself, or what's to go? Just me, just me, staying with him for a couple of days, and I'm going to go to Hawks Bay, drive down to Hawks Bay. I got a mate who's the Fords coach for Hawks Bay, so I'm going to spend a couple of days with him. Um, I've got possibly having breakfast with a very, very well-known head Super Rugby coach on Friday. Um, which I, I don't, I don't want to say just in case it's not true. Might might rhyme, might rhyme with that, but uh, apparently that's happening. So we'll see. Um, get him on the podcast. Big razor guy on this podcast. Yeah, huge razors. I use them every and, day. Um, <laughs> yeah, and so that's it. So I thought, you know what? Fuck it. I haven't done anything random since I got in the piss and went to Hong Kong a few years ago. That was a good story. And, and I don't have commitments at the moment, so why not? All right. Well. That sounds fucking grouse. I'm not going to do any of that. Um, and I'm going Who to. Who are you playing this week? You got to play footy this week. Who I'm are you playing? Finish, I'm going to finish my working week and then uh, go and play Gordon. So that'll be fun. I, I actually, back to my weekend of boringness, my favorite subject, which is myself. Um, I was really chilled doing nothing, getting a little bit bored. Then I realized that I had to fucking prep for Gordon. So you didn't start, you didn't start last week. You, how did you guys do it? Did you? Uh, do anything last week, or is this a pretty much a down? No, last week we we I suppose what we did was more us focused 
um, fixing a few things from the uni game, which are going to be generalized things. Um, and then the boys had the week off from Tuesday onwards. So they got a nice, they got a nice break. Um, and then attacked it as if it's a normal week. So, um, all the preview, all that stuff goes up sort of Sunday morning and then, um, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday. So normal week, um, Gordon are a good side. They've had actually the, the losses they have had have all been, this is what you don't fucking, I suppose, You've been on the full picture to get the full picture of what's actually happening. Yeah, exactly. Like you, you might look at Gordon and go, I can't remember. Let's say they have four losses. Maybe they got five. I got, I can't remember. I'm not good with these things, but you you know, all of those losses were within five points. Sounds familiar. Sounds familiar. Yeah. So that's what you don't, I suppose people don't really look into when they look at the chart or the, the ladder. So like they're always in the fight. um, People don't look into a lot of things that I've recently discovered. Go on, Chubby. Get no, it out there. Get no, it out there. People, people just believe what they want to believe and we'll Is just there, see what they want to see. Obviously, we addressed some numerous things last week. Is there <laughs> anything that else that's come to light? I, I, obviously, no bullshit. I've fielded a lot of questions from yeah. people just interested. And also people who don't know you who care about you as well, which is a funny thing that to happen. He's a small than some of the people that do know me. But, well, but no, look, uh, I had a lot of nice messages, particularly from coaches in the Shoot Shield. Um, so very, very appreciative of that. And you know what? It's all going to come out, and I think it slowly is coming out. So I'm not, I'm not going to stir the pot. Um, people will get the full picture, and I think things will take care of itself. Is what I'm going to say. All right. Well, and I'm in mean, the nicest possible way. And I'm just going to worry about me. Why are you winking and at building me? this <laughs> and building this fucking thing? Because everyone tells us how good this is. I get so many messages from randoms. I'm like, well, why aren't Jed and I on Barstool Sports? Why are we not? Why is Jed? Why is Jed even going on a roof? Full stop. <laughs> I barely <laughs> you know? own a roof. Like above me right now is just dripping. Oh, but. Yeah, look, uh, back, I suppose on the rugby side, I also get to coach against uh, one of the coaches that I really like growing up, Billy. Uh, he's got the reins over there. So that'll be good. I like catching up with him. Um, so, yeah, it's going to be – I suppose all teams are in the same boat post-bye week. Uh, so it's really the second, um, the second leg of the season. It's almost cut in half and – It'll be interesting to see who who starts turning up for various teams. That's the other thing, and people keep asking me, um, and the answer is I've got no fucking idea until they show up. I don't. I think there'd be some coaches out there right now who are still like 50-50 on various things. So I don't know. I must admit, you're not a big Facebook guy. Um, you're big on TikTok, Hinge, Grinder, you know all that kind of stuff. You're not a big Facebook guy, and I did notice your comment on the shoot shield promoting their their final series got a lot of attention. Wait, 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 say that again. <laughs> I, was, I was reading the question for this week. <laughs> say it again. No, you, you commented. So um, I know you, you're not a huge social media guy. It's more just dating apps and oh you know, yeah, yeah. To, basically trying to catfish people. Porn. Go but, on. But yeah, porn, porn, only fans. Hey, you can actually make some real money on only fans. <laughs> I, I think you should consider that as a career move for you. But you commented on a Shoot Shield article. I never read those articles, particularly at the Too many. Way too many. About the the finals. And you know what? You're right. 
You're oh, right. There's wait, look. It's a 12-team comp, guys, and we've got a fucking top eight. Like, are you kidding me? Where's the incentive to have a – I mean, and you've got to factor in, like, the, the pigeons at Sydney Rugby. You've got to factor in the fact that obviously a lot changes when Super Rugby guys come back. Where's the reward for actually playing well in the first part of the season? Like, That's right. Who gives a shit? Just make it to the top eight, which is not that hard to do. I can't. Rem- I don't know how many wins it'll take in the end. It'll take, like – six wins or something to get you in the top eight. And then if you can just manage to drag in a few people from various franchises, your season's absolutely live. You win three games, you won the comp. Like from from the from my living memory, it's been six teams. Um the the thing where you get two extra games or whatever the fuck, I think that's just bull, like a cop out bullshit. We've already we're already playing extra rounds that we do usually. Um I just think it's dumb. It's fucking dumb. So well done to whoever made that decision because it was a shit one. Go back to your list of questions. I sorry, I just I've got these little things that I know trigger you. Yeah, well, that was, they, one, that was oh, one of them. Oh, I've got. <laughs> I've just got. To, I don't know why I write lists for this podcast because it's all just things that piss me off. Yeah, um, no, it's good. People enjoy that. Firstly, um, the Eagles had a week off this weekend, but it was the country championships. Firstly, Bye. let's just bef- yeah. <laughs> what a fucking place Cowra is. Um, Cowra <laughs> Lamb, Cowra oh, Lamb, baby. Well, Noah Ryan and Damo Michael were representing on the weekend. They were representing the Cowra boys, and uh, I think Gibbo was in that team as well. They went down in the final, um, which is I. The first thing that came to my mind was cheating because that's the only way you can beat Cowra or anyone from Cowra is cheating. Ma- yeah, match fixing, cheating, drugs, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, you know. I, I immediately just thought there has to be an investigation into this. And Jeff Tuvey from the Rats agree with me. But, like, oh, it was just good to see that a few guys from Cowra repping, and well done to those lads. Um, they're obviously my favourite team in the country. The Cowra rugby, <laughs> Eagles rugby, you've asked who's, who's our favourite country team. Who's um, oh, our favourite country rugby club? It's a it's a no brainer. Coffs is uh, you know a close second for me, obviously being from there. But you know, Cowra, big time supporters of of us and you. I believe there's a statue of you um, going up in the town soon. Hell of a place, Cowra. We'll be visiting soon, guys. Very soon. Oh, I love it. I've got a fair few questions about the. Um, Jeez, I can't ask that question. I mean, I've got a fair few questions about the Australia A side, alleging that a few of the players wouldn't make a good shoot shield side. Um, I don't think that's true. No, no. I do think that... Right, I think it's an okay squad, to be honest. I think it's a fair representation of the next drop. There's clearly some guys, maybe the top six, who I think could be in the Wallabies very, very easily. And there's, there's some guys towards the bottom three or four where I'm like not regular starters for their own team, not even guaranteed in the 23 sometimes. So, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. I can see why they did it. I can see why um, they did it. <laughs> this is a good question. <laughs> Who the fuck asked me this? Oh, there we go. With the minimum wage rise, how much do you think you're paid hourly as a part-time coach now? <laughs> that, is a, that is a good question. Oh, that is 
fucking an absolute slap in the face. But look, I'm waiting for that to filter through. Um, I hope that was one of your, I hope that was one of your players. The RBA, obviously, they're going to pass through some interest rates as well. So, depending on what the big four do, will depend on um how that impacts zero dollars per hour. <laughs> All right, what's what's your thought on the whole minimum wage thing? You know, as someone who's an aspiring entrepreneur, which I know you are, you know, there's there's some, um, yeah, I'd be keen to know your thoughts on, on what the minimum wage situation is. What's your view on having one? Yeah, as an aspiring businessman, because a lot of places don't have one. And in, in many ways, I've heard the argument that having one can actually ruin potential businesses or, or sort of small businesses who rely on it. And that... Um, yeah, so I'd like to know your thoughts. I do. Because you're, you're far smarter than me, and I could barely oh, well, string your questions raised, together. I was raised in a household of economics, so I. Anytime you fiddle with supply and demand and the the economic free market, you start you create problems. You might solve one thing, you you create another problem. So, I personally, I think you, you get paid what's on offer. Um, and that's how businesses can differentiate themselves. Also, with minimum wage and inflation simultaneously, I don't, it's just look, Labor have got a long history of being having poor economic policies, and I think this is probably the start of it. Well, I would just say I would say to you that my dad is a liquidator, and he says that every time Labor comes in, he makes a ton of money. Oh, not absolutely. a ton of not a ton of money, but business goes well. Oh, uh, poor choice of words. Shout out to our um. Our, our political uh, follower who hates when we talk politics, but fucking Jade makes me giggle at the moment. Everyone's going, oh my goodness, the energy crisis. We have an energy crisis. My notes for this segment, Chubby says, are you all fucking stupid? That is my note for this section. So yes, your electric energy bill is through the roof, but you keep shutting down our fucking energy supplies. What do you expect? Like, it's amazing. This is why I think you have to have some idea of what is going on in the world. I know you're fucking apolitical, but like, well, I've I've only just noticed how expensive things have gone because I tried to book a weekend away and now book flights to New Zealand and accommodation and all that shit. The world has become very expensive. It's very expensive, but it's it's yeah. Look, energy's like one probably that- not for people like you, but for for like the Aussie battlers like me. You know, who work five hours a week and... I had a donut for dinner. So everyone <laughs> fucking chill out. Um, yeah, look, it's just it's just unbelievable. Look, uh, I, the, the our youngest demographic think the environment is very cool. And I agree, it is very cool. But the, again, they don't understand that what happens is you then shut down coal, gas, all that sort of shit. Your energy prices go up because there's no fucking energy supply. So... Kudos, you're all fucking idiots. And even the fucking, I think it was the treasurer <laughs> or energy something minister was like, yeah, we might have to reopen some plants. Yeah, only if you want the lights on. But if you want the lights off, we're flying. Oh, we're flying. We're flying, Australia. Well done. It's $7 for a coffee the other day. Yeah, I paid this this fucking up here, uh, Baronia Park, this, the slums. Yeah, you wouldn't understand. I'm brought for up fellas. tough. Um, the favelas of Hunters Hill. Um, I had I couldn't. My main coffee place was shut, so I went to the other one and ordered a c- cafe and probably an almond, uh, an almond uh, croissant. Probably, if we're being honest, and uh, it was like fifteen bucks or no, it was like seventeen bucks. Heated up. 
Did you get a headed up? Well, I would tell you what. I don't know. I'm not a fucking peasant. Of course I did. Well, I might as well get it. I'll get tell you what. I'll get it heated up fucking twice if I'm giving you twenty dollars for it. Just keep keep heating it up. I'm sure I've told this story before, but I I briefly worked in an Italian restaurant in Cronulla that might rhyme with Big Italy, not big, uh, little. And the boss wouldn't let us charge our phones when we're at work because, in his words, uh, we don't pay for your (laughs) we don't pay for your fucking phone charging. Yeah, it's like hearing the stories uh, people tell, and by people I mean old people tell, like about you know trying to use someone's phone, and they're like, "Yeah, leave ten cents next to the phone," things like that. Um, we're heading back into that world, so well done, everyone from twenty eighteen to twenty six. You've ruined everything. Um, I've got a rugby related one. Oh, only because occasionally we talk rugby at training. You know, when you're doing a pose run or maybe it's pre-season or whatever, you know, it's like two-hand touch or body's in front, which means you sort of just stand there. It's not shots on. And you do have the sessions where things get a little bit heated. People, you know, you maybe you hit the wrong bloke. Maybe that bloke's having a bad day. Or maybe they're competing for a position. Like, do you see those sort of team runs or opposed stuff that gets a little bit fiery? Like, do you see that as a positive or... Does it matter what the background is or, or what's your view on that sort of stuff? I like it. I think we, we play a body contact sport, a, con- a combat sport, really, a collision sport, combat sport. I've heard people call it all those different things. But I think that if you don't get a little bit of that, you probably aren't doing it right to a certain extent. And I would rather guys, I would rather guys compete hard because it shows that they give a fuck. And occasionally you're going to, Fucking get the shits, and I, uh, I guess it's just how the other person reacts to it. As long as you shake hands and your mates at the end of it, I don't see any problem mm. with it. I, I tend to agree. I think there's outliers. I do, and you get them. Well, I've had them in the past, where like you've got one bloke who's, and we talk about how almost everyone you meet is a good bloke. Occasionally, you'll run into a piece of shit, and like you'll get a piece of shit who goes out there to like. That's different. That's different. Yeah. So I like, I I agree with you. I think, you know, the passion in the preseason, you get a lot of competing for spots, you know, things like that. I don't think you should be laying people out in a non contact drill. But, you know, if the one, if it's bump and then the next bump's a little bit bigger, third bump's bigger, and you guys are going at it, I think that's, that's fine. As long as, again, at the end of the day, 95%, 99% people, good people, you shake hands, things are good, and a lot of caring went into that session. Now, has, has there been – oh, you go, you go, you go. I was just going to say, if the coaches set really clear guidelines around the contact for what you're doing, um, I think occasionally guys can sort of push the limits of it a little bit. But if someone is just outright stepping out of line for what you've dis- described or defined that session – that's probably not play on, but I also think that's on the players to sort that out, show a little bit of leadership. Mm. Um, you know, at the end of the day, coaches, you know, we're a part of it, but the players, getting the discouragement or the, I, I'm not quite sure the right word, but the displeasure from your fellow players probably hurts a lot more, I would imagine. Yeah, I, I actually, it, at various times, not just since I picked up the whistle, um, picked up the clipboard. I don't know. I picked something up um, and started coaching. I, 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 it's hard sometimes to actually get value, I think, against an opposed team run. Because opposed team runs, unless you, and 
you know, it's something you have to have very, like you said, very clearly defined goals of what we actually want here. Because you're never going to be able to cut people up and score a try because no one goes into rucks. You run past the mark. You got people fucking making single hand touches. Like it's very unrealistic game wise. The only thing I think it gives you is a, a sense of pressure in defense. So I, I actually question the value of it sometimes. And to be honest, I, from experience, it's not just recent. It's not anything. It's just I, I think that it, that's where you get most frustrated players. I think is in opposed team runs. Like you'll get say the twos are playing the ones and the I don't know, the two's number eight fucking runs through and like you, you, it sort of ends up frustrating you because you've taken a full combat sport and turned it into a non-combat sport. Well, my argument to that would be is if you're one of the players getting frustrated, sort it out. They do. Yeah, and, and if they sort it out, I'm fine with that. Well, if you got some wanker and you, every single club has them, who, you know, two shoulders on, go to ground. And they just keep running and score like a 30-meter try and they just ruin the fucking drill. I I, I would put it on the players to sort it out. Yeah, I, I and look, it does. And I, I will say that I don't we don't have the problem of the other one percent. I'll call them the other one percent at the moment. Everyone's a good guy, and the frustrations are usually born from if we do have them, from people giving a fuck. Um, having said that. Boy, howdy, have I witnessed some absolute pieces of shit ruin some drills before. Um, I'll take you back in time to when I was south of the border in Melbourne. There was a player uh, who was an awful, awful human. Um, was and- it Match? No, I wasn't Match. <laughs> what was the- How did I give it away? Was it the awful human? No, I really like Match. Um, Larry Weeks? No, Weeks is the not, not, literally the nicest person in the world. Um, Handsome, handsomest coach in the shoot shield. And strongest. Um, he is strong, isn't he? He's fucking strong. <laughs> Stop talking about Weeksy. I'm trying to get this fuck. Anyway, I'm a big fan, big fan of that guy. Sorry, mate. Go. Oh, mate, I'm a huge fan of him. Um, it was Friday before a Saturday Super Rugby game. Like, a lot of training's gone into the week. As anyone who's been there knows, if you're in the shoot shield, times are by fucking three. And that's what has gone into it. The boys are doing their final team run and it's like a captain's run. It's like a trot and just making sure they're in the right spots, getting some, you know, getting things right. I've got one and then one guy, I wasn't even on the fucking field. Like I was watching. I've got one guy on the sort of team defending. And what's your role there, Chubby? You're there to literally just stand there, move around. You're supporting the team that's playing. You're just going through the motions because it's your job. You're not really doing anything. You're getting paid to do it. And yeah. he starts, he wasn't well-liked, and he starts, like, hitting rocks. And I'm thinking, I was very young. I was thinking. What position? What position? He can't ask that. Forwards or backs? <laughs> Forwards or backs? Forwards. Was he there when I was there? No. Okay. No idea who you're talking about. Very short tenure. Hold on. I'll text you right now. Anyone who's fucking anyone will know. Who I'm talking about. Oh, I think I know. He's not from this country. Wrong. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Get that in here. Are they? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Notoriously, yep. notoriously poor, bad bloke. And Oh, yeah. And so he yes. started hitting rocks. And I'm like, oh, no, that's not good. Anyway, like they're just doing hands to try. 
he takes an inter- he takes an intercept and kicks it downfield. And I'm going, oh my god! So then, so like, many fucked up stories about that guy. And so the, he's just fucking their team run, like on a day, the day before a game. So then the next time he goes to hit a rock, poor Arlo Emil just picks him up and fucking slams him on his back, just belts the fuck out of him. And I was like, oh, thank you, Paul. I already loved you, but now I love you so he much. He's a more. fucking good prop, that guy. And it wasn't, see, that's not one of those situations where you're like, yeah, let's shake hands and like this and that. It's like, no, no, no. You are a fucking piece of shit. Like, stop it. No, I'm with you, I'm with you there. But look, the players sorted it out. Well, the players sorted it out, but I, I, I wish Paul went fucking. What was Dumper's reaction like? Dumper. Dumper. Is it Dumper? Tony McGann. Yeah, no, I'm just trying to remember. His he would have gone, ah, oh, fuck, ah, uh, fuck, and then Smoking I don't darts. know. Smoking he would have gone, who the fuck are you? I would have gone, Jed. I've been here for six months. <laughs> <laughs> I live in the I live in the trade room. Where the fuck is my latte? Um, no, I've heard so many stories about that player that you just messaged oh, me about. Bro. You know, raiding, raiding, fucking medical cabinets and. But it's not like you can have all sorts of other qualms, but and still be a good, like a decent bloke. Yeah, absolutely. Terrible bloke. I I had my own qualms with him, and then one day, like he, I don't know, he's trying to be cool in front of everyone. I said, "Listen," and I wasn't very high and mighty at the time. I was like, "Look, I don't want to ever talk to you again." So shut. Say that to him. Yeah, in front of (laughs) everyone in the change room, and it's sort of he pulled me aside. He's like, "Oh, bro, like." You know what's up? Well, I was like, bro, you you are not a good guy. You're a piece of shit. Like I'm, we're, we're done. No more talky talky. I'm a bit of head noise there. I think a bit of head noise. There's a fucking orchestra in there. But oh, <laughs> well, maybe there's nothing in there. That might be the there problem. Was a, there was a famous story, and I don't know whether you've heard it about a Sydney Uni opposed session ones and twos, where someone punched someone out. No, I do know that story. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry, I might have just I might have just recently worked for that coach. I've heard that story. It's a good story too. Wait, work for which coach? Of that Sydney Uni team. Oh yeah, yeah. So that from that, that era, there were some live scrums um, going on, and then one of the younger guys and one of the older guys got into a bit of a chip and chirp, and uh, the older guy uh, just punched the younger guy straight in his face. So I again, I don't think that's one of the example of the second thing I said. That's probably the first thing, and a bit of youthful exuberance combined with. Uh, a guy who's done his miles who just doesn't want to deal with anything. <laughs> There's some good stories like that. I've I've heard of um, I've heard of a winger knocking out a prop at the Waratahs. And, yeah, I've heard that one as well. Um, oh god, there's some stories. You got to be you got to think that if you're playing a body contact sport, like fighters will only fight three four times a year. I think boxers might fight, fight more than that, but rugby players do this shit every fucking week. For nearly forty weeks a year, you got to be a little bit fucking crazy. So that this shit is going to happen. Yeah, it is going to happen. I, I I don't like to see physical dust ups, and I don't think I've seen one in a long time since probably the aforementioned uh, incident. But yeah, I don't like. I don't think that's probably a good thing. It probably there's some underlying frustration there. And look, sometimes it's guys who've had a bad week of work. Sometimes it's. There's stresses in families and things like that, and and just like um, on the Simpsons, the the guy who bought the buys the elephant, some people are assholes, so you can't account for that. I watched the Simpsons the other day. Hey, by the way, Top Gun, fantastic. 
You'd really enjoy it. Hey, you might not enjoy it. You might not enjoy it. What the fuck? What? You're, a big, you're a big Tom Cruise guy, though, because you're obviously I hate into Tom science. Cruise, bro. He's a tiny, you're into Scientology. Midget. And he's a midget. He's a he tiny, is. he's a tiny, tiny man. So I don't like him at all. It was fucking good. Top Gun was good. I have yeah. the attention span of a goldfish, as you can clearly tell by the subject changes every minute. I you like Moss Teller. That. That, I like the other guy. He's good too. He's, he's really been good. in some great movies. That's it makes you like realize him. how fucking badass being a fighter pilot is. <laughs> that is that shit is fucking cool. I agree. I, I don't think I would. I couldn't do it. I no couldn't, way. I couldn't fit in the fucking plane. <laughs> but if I could fit in the plane, I wouldn't do it. No, 100%. I wouldn't do it. Um, 100%. What I else got, we got? I got an interesting one. I actually was checking my email today to see um, when my Centrelink was coming. No, see where my um, – when I don't know what I was checking. And I got an email from a uh, legal recruiter who I'd contacted a while ago um, about a job, about six months ago. And she was sort of responding not to that but just said, look, if you haven't found anything, something could come up that you know, effectively you can have. Um, for a top tier law firm, and I thought, sounds terrible. I'm going to put that to the people. Should you become a lawyer again? Is that what you're saying? I'm going to let the voters of this podcast decide, yes or no, if I take that job. Interesting. Good cash. It's better than nothing. (laughs) So that's a no. That's a no. Now, That's a no, with the potential for more. I don't want the voters to do it because for any other reason than what they think. But I will back the judgment of the two loose heads audience. And my parents also don't know this. So as they're listening to the podcast right now, they're probably frantically calling me saying, you should hear them out. But I'm first going to put it as an internet poll. And whatever ask, the result is, I'll stick with it. Well, I think that's a good idea. Um, also, I don't see any issues with you earning money while you're chasing your fucking rugby goals because that would be smart to me as long as you ha- as long as they're relatively um, rugby friendly because it's time consuming as as we all know. But um, th- th- riddle me this about the law career. So the whole point to the law career is to make it as a partner, and that's when you actually start earning your serious money. Or oh, you make money before that, bro. Like com- compared to fucking digging holes like you make pretty good cash you know isn't it like 70 to 80 grand a year to start Mm -hmm. which is not i mean it's not terrible but tradies can earn that and they don't have to pay anything for their you know qualifications pretty much straight away yeah it's really more it's i'd say it's years like five to ten where you're going to start seeing some bumps and then like you said if you can get to that later Stage progression, you, then you really kill it. Once you get money. to partner, once you once you make partner, you kill, can kill it if you're now. Not to provide too much of an insight, but do I want to do this? Absolutely not. So, oh fuck, I'm voting for you to do it. Please now. do not vote for me, like Chubby just said, in spite to try and make me do it, because that would be a very annoying. What I need you all to do is vote no, so that when I then speak to my parents about it, I say yeah, but. 300 people agree with me. Can I say to this, do you really want to do it? No, I couldn't want to do don't it. Don't fucking do it. Don't do it. You only live once. Well, I was just trying to do a segment to put on our fucking social media. Okay, that's good. I think Jed should do it. 
<laughs> I think you should give up all your dreams and fucking become a lawyer. Yeah. No, fuck so, that. Seems like, a good, seems like a good thing. With the world needs more lawyers, uh, maybe one day you could be on, you could be my lawyer when Kate and I get divorced, when we're famous and it's on TV and shit. Mm. You know. I mean, she yeah, accuses I mean, me of things and I start dressing like a pirate. Oh, you'll probably start drinking then as well. Yeah, I would. I would do that. I would do that. I work for no one now, so I can do what I like. I work for my uncle. And I actually know I work for the prestigious school of Barker. And as was pointed out to me the other day, uh, which numerous <laughs> players found very funny, I am a volunteer at the Eastwood Club. <laughs> <laughs> But you know, it's, I was thinking about this the other day. So I, I did the I did the NRC in Melbourne in 2015, I think. And I remember very clearly getting the $400 check from the yeah. ARU going, yeah. I spent three times that amount on tolls. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, be is oh, an investment, but the tolls, you know. So the, the, the salary didn't even cover the cost of getting to training. Yeah, yeah. It was a good call. But, but like in all seriousness, I mean, this podcast will eventually take off. But in the meantime, if you can earn some, some peso. Nah, fuck that, that, bro. I don't want to go do that. It sounds awful. It sounds awful. I'd rather be on a roof. I mean, Lord knows this I agree, old lady. I agree with you. This old lady's roof's going to fucking cave in as well because I've been walking all over it. Like, oh, 100%. 100%. I, went to the, so roof. I went to stand on like the ladder. And the ladder's got big writing down the side of it and says 120 max weight. <laughs> and my uncle's a- like, How much do you weigh? And I'm like, Well, if we're rounding to the nearest <laughs> digit that has a, the, the second digit is a two, yeah. then I'm 120. Yeah. But if no, we're rounding to anything else, I'm not, I'm fucked. Well, look, it's a guideline, isn't it? It's a guideline. Yeah. It's like a, it's a policy, but it's not strictly enforced. I don't think um, you should be. I don't think you're meant to be a lawyer. I think lawyers are fundamentally boring. And um, I know we've got a few lawyers that listen to this show. Shout out to <laughs> those guys. Every lawyer is boring except you guys. But mate, fuck that. If you don't want to do it, don't do it. No, I'm actually. I've been doing a lot of babysitting of the, like a a four week old baby, my mate's baby, and I, I think I'd like a baby, but I just don't have any over. <laughs> I don't have any ovaries anymore. So I, maybe I, being a lawyer, maybe being a lawyer would would help that. I don't know. Would it help it or hinder it? So I don't. I don't fucking know. Anyone out there, whoever Chubby gets all these um, Persian rugs from, if you also sell babies, let me know because I'm interested in buying a, buying one. <laughs> well, as soon as marijuana is legal in this country, we are selling it. Two loose heads. Oh yeah. I mean no. Um, oh, but that big business, big business. Then you don't have to be a lawyer. I, I, I'll tell you while we're doing things that uh, piss me off, which is the whole podcast. Um, I've been flogging a lot of shit on Facebook Marketplace. Don't still? Ask any, yeah, still. still. Um, it's going good? Yeah, it's going. It's very lucrative. Anyway, but occasionally for those who use it, it's, very, it's a useful fucking thing. Like you pick up some cheap shit on there. Um, you can sell stuff on there, make money. Anyway. I put something up that got lots of hits, like 60 messages, like just flying. Um, it was car related. So all car enthusiasts who are all fucking crazy. I don't really like cars at all. I don't know if you like cars. Are you into cars? No, no, nah, nah, nah. 
It's like, you know, Ford and Holden and all that shit. I'm like, yeah. I, no, I find those people boring. Bro. Anyway. Anyway. So they, oh, I, um, and some, like, basically I was like, just send me an offer. And so people are shooting like 600, 700 bucks. And then one guy shoots me like an offer for 60 bucks. And this long message about how it's his brother's birthday and like it'll make a good birthday present. So I'm firing through these messages because I'm like, I need to find the one with the most money. Anyway, I sold the item. The bloke comes back at me like two days later and just sprays me for not hearing him out. And I was like, mate, you're at $50. And the, so it was 700% it less. sold for $1,200. You were at oh, 50 my. So he sprayed me like this long list. And then he gave me a fucking one star review as a sales, as a seller. <laughs> I think you told me this story. <laughs> so I've got that was fucking, me. That was me actually. I've sold like forty things, no qualms, and then I've got this one guy who was trying to buy a twelve hundred dollar item for forty dollars. I couldn't give a fuck if it's your brother's birthday, if it's your mother's birthday, if you were born yesterday. Just have the most amount of money. Hundred percent, hundred percent. No, you look, mate. You're on fire today. Have you got any more questions from our audience that, um, that are PG? And no, they don't I have was, to be PG. Well, you sent a question. <laughs> I can't your, remember what I said. Your question was, "When is the Jed Gillespie Gillespie edible marijuana brand being released?" I'm going to ignore <laughs> that. Um, <laughs> who is That's our favorite? You're, you're testing. We don't we don't want to talk about it just yet because you're yeah. testing it in the beta stages. Um, the minimum wage thing was very funny. A few people asked about the um, uh, the the wool over the sheep over the wool's eyes, the the, the whatever that saying is, the Australia A side. Um, yeah. What about that, Pocock, yeah, that's what about Pocock being being uh, in government now? David Pocock is he? Did he get Mate, voted in? Yeah, I think you're on the Senate. Oh, good. Yeah, good he did. Lord help us all. Look, you don't really want to be voting for anyone who chains himself to anything. That's a rule that I've sort of... Senator Pocock. On. Senator Pocock. And you wonder why we have a fucking energy crisis. The man will go ne- next. Whatever he cares about, he chains himself to. So he'll be chaining himself to fucking, I don't know, like a detention center in a minute. And, oh, fuck, he'll be dead got to admire those people. Like, you can tell he would have made a lot of money in his career. So he's clearly doing it for the right reasons, which I, I don't think a lot of them do do that for. Um, and he's looked really good at pilfering rugby balls, so maybe he'll be good at this. I didn't you know? hear that, um, and that is truly terrible news. Um, so shout out to whatever fucking electorate that is. Um, <laughs> wait. That's fucking... What else is going on in the world? I, I fucking... There's, I, I haven't looked at the news for a while. Let's fucking punch in, see what's going on. Amber, Amber Heard's been sacked from Aquaman 2. Who would have seen that coming? Shock. Oh, fuck her, I don't like her. The Socceroos made the World Cup. Should be called the Football Roos. They're still partying, apparently. That's fun. I knew you'd be a big fan of that. Yeah, I mean, it's really fucking boring, but it will give me something to bet on in like two years or whenever it's on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is very great. This has probably been our best episode, I reckon. Oh, I, I did have something to say which was important. And well, I wasn't. I'm not being distracted by David. That David Pocock thing really fucked me up. Ken blames aging infrastructure for energy crisis. Who did? That's uh, interesting. Keen, whoever that is. Minister Keen, energy minister. We're all fucked. 
Well done, Australia. Uh, if you, if if none of you, we are all fucked. We are all fucked. Buy caffeine gum. That'll help you get out of some problems. Uh, also, obviously, you're big on TikTok. So the Tate brothers, if you haven't seen the Tate brothers, I think I said you half their stuff. Yeah, you Hilarious. Should be, you should not you're, be promoting that in conjunction with this podcast. You should you're not. a poor man's version of that guy, 100%. The poorest. You're like him before uh, all the success, I imagine. Don't promote that as part of this because you will alienate 87% of our audience. People I think all the people, very funny and all the people that like this will actually probably like that. <laughs> oh, man. Um, let me just but double I, check. I agree with a lot of shit he says, though. Oh, yeah. he Well, sometimes he's a little bit more straightforward. We can't just talk about this person. No one knows what the fuck we're talking about. But, yeah. Oh, if you just go on TikTok, he's fucking everywhere. Yeah, but some people don't have TikTok. I don't have TikTok. Um, anyway, that's, I'll see if that's true. We've got a few requests. Lachlan Chubb, no one's asking for nudes, which is good. Um, but yeah, no, we've had a, we've, we've had a little bit of growth on our socials, so things are uh, all trending well. Um, oh, yeah. that's all right. The OnlyFans thing. Um, that's what the story I was going to tell you. So you know how early you were like, yeah, man, you're really hot. You should do an OnlyFans. And yeah, I that's agree. right. Um, well, when I was scrounging around for cash, I don't know, last year at some point, Ages ago, there was an Instagram called Gods of Rugby. Yes. Right? Yes. Yeah, and it had like 50,000 <laughs> followers. Like it had so many followers. And they were a, like a gay rugby page. Um, and they effectively just posted like shirtless photos of players. Like sometimes those French players do some real raunchy shoots. <laughs> There's been some sus shoots done in the... Uh, on the European uh, continent. Former Eastwood player, Jake Kay, has been featured on there. Yeah, he's heavily. on there a lot. And so basically they just post. And when I was living in America, my American friends just thought it was very funny to send me and Batcher just nonstop <laughs> to, to this guy, right? So yeah. Batcher got up there. Batcher was on there. And they had a uh, like a their own type of... <laughs> Stop laughing. Sorry. They going. had their own type of like uh, budgies, um, noodle bags, and we we did have to model a few for some shoots. So they had the good cameras and the vaso on the lens and got all the right angles. And so Batch has been posted on there a few times. I got posted on there, and this was a lot of kilos ago. I was, I was a little bit more shredded than I am now. But from that one post overnight, I, I got... <laughs> I got to find I got two about two hundred new followers that night. Is it still on their page? No, their page disappeared, so I can't find it. But it was. Have you good... got the Have you got the photo anywhere? Yeah, I got the photo. Can you send it to me? That's the yeah, promo. I'll, I'll send it to you. No, okay, maybe. <laughs> but anyway, so I got um like two hundred new aggressively gay male followers who were just in the DMs, just fought of lighting it up and like. It's aggressive. It's aggressive. Is it, does it kind of um, does it give you a taste of what women go through? A little bit. But Did you kind of like it a little bit as well? Oh, yeah. But all, all it made me think was $5 a slice, I'm fucking rich. I'm rich. So I said to my mom, like, look, this is the audience. I was a complete joke. Uh, this is what I might, you know, just do as a little side hustle. And she was like, righto. And I was like, fuck, that didn't get much of a bite. And if you could make if you can make an extra thousand bucks a week selling ass pics, 
No, why the fuck not? Oh, bro, you can't. But you'd have to be like faceless. You couldn't do a face thing. It's like Duncan Chubb takes over as Sydney Uni scrum coach. Here's a photo of his testicles. And no one paying for that, I'll tell you. Anyway, it's so Since... look. It's, I'm not going to rule it out, but it was uh, it was an interesting period when guys of rugby was up there. So you um, know what? Um, you know what? I was just having this thought. Yes, yesterday. Actually, it was a couple of days ago. I'm like, we need to we need to come up with some business around this. And we've talked about doing some vintage shirts, and then the rugby season kind of happened. And you know, as per as per a lot of things that go on, uh, you get distracted and things things go away. But what I was thinking is maybe we could do um, go back and do some shirt ideas or some clothes ideas, but make it like super limited edition, so that there was like. 10 of that particular shirt in the world, make it quite creative and cool and, and just do that every so often so that it, one, it's like, you're not just pumping shirts, but you're doing it sort of periodically and, and doing it a bit limited and trying to make them a little bit cool. So like maybe you could design something with just your face and, you know, with your thumbs up going, I oh, fuck lots of bitches oh my God. Or, or like I sell drugs or like um, drugs aren't bad people about you know something like that yeah or, or even less creative than that i'm on the same you know page I mean? with the t-shirt you've lost me with the rest of those things well, that was just me thinking out loud but i think we should do something like that where we just do like random drops yeah, yeah. you know targeted I think, at i think know. that'd be cool i had sex in cara would be a, <laughs> a very good shirt <laughs> We'd sell a few. We'd sell a few to the Eagles guys. <laughs> I fucking love the guys. I, I like them so much that we. I'd have to do it for whatever the shirts cost us. We'd make more money because I want. I just want them to have the shirt. <laughs> I'm, gonna get, I'm gonna buy one of those shirts. But yeah, I've got I've nothing actually, else. Is there I've anything else? Got a good idea you? for that, but I'll tell you off camera. We'll um, I've done enough ranting today. I don't think I'll have a message for this week. Oh yeah, that's right. Next time you're cold and you've got a high energy bill walk sort of through your house to the bathroom and just look in the mirror. Just take a fucking look in the mirror and try and figure it out. Um, couldn't couldn't that, more. Don't, um, don't dog shot people at training. Um, no. Hold on. This could be good. You got messages? Mum, you're, you're live on the podcast. Oh, hi. How are you, Chubby? Hello, Mrs. Gillespie. How are you? Thanks. Sorry, guys. So you will, no, you will be no, you're right. yourself um, when you listen back to this. Oh, fantastic! Um, sorry about that. Talk to you later, Jen. Is there anything you want to? Is there anything you want to get off your chest? Uh, where are we up to? Are we talking about rugby or life? Uh, um, I'm complaining about <laughs> the energy crisis. We kind of. Do you have a final message? Jed's done a lot of ranting. Uh, do you have a final message for this week? Something insightful? Um, anything in that sort of realm? Uh, I just remember your father's um, message is hasten slowly, which means don't do anything before you really need to do it. So that's well, that's what you'll be happy. You'll be happy to know, Mum. I've taken that firmly on board. <laughs> is, that, is that a family motto? Do you know our family motto is life short, eat dessert first. <laughs> and we've all done that for years. Well, the Chubb family motto, uh, <laughs> Mum. You'd be happy to know I'm hastening. So, so yeah. fucking slowly. <laughs> yeah, I hope you're, you're living that out well, Jed. You're okay. Well. This has been enough. I'll call you back in five minutes. Bye, bye. All right. That'll do, Chubb. <laughs> that, that was great. 
All right. All right. Let's end this now, ladies and gentlemen. Please like, subscribe, share, send nudes, and most importantly of all, buy caffeine gum. Bye.